Oh, yeah. 
Begin to speak in tongues and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Take your seats. We are going to have we're going to have a wonderful time after today. And uh, time of prayer and uh, impartations of the Spirit. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I'm going to continue. You are blessed already. Have some understanding. Okay. Now. We are still in the Old Testament. How, how the prophets um, were made like gods. And the Bible says that the Lord said to uh, Moses that, see, I have made you like a god unto Pharaoh. You understand? So we are looking at this. Oh, I think you should be worried. We are looking at this. Okay. Now, 
after Abraham Abraham I am uh, Moses after those people I want to call them first generation prophets after them God raised another kind of prophets and the reason why God started decentralizing the prophetic gift making it more available to a lot of people now was because of what Israel did. And I want to explain it to you. Exodus chapter 20, verse 18 to 20. And then after that, we'll go to Deuteronomy. Exodus 20, 18 uh, to 21. And then we'll go to Deuteronomy 18. Uh -huh. Exodus 18. 20. Exodus 20, 18 to 21. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpets, and the mountain smoking, and when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you. You see, God is, so move to Deuteronomy 18, and we'll stay on Deuteronomy 18 for some time now. Okay? Now, God is God came to the people and was speaking to them. Okay? And that that dialogue was surrounded by a lot of thunder, fire. The mountain was shaking. Even if somebody touched the mountain where God was, the person could die. So the people the people were afraid. And they said, "Moses, we want you. You talk to us." We don't want to, we don't want God himself to talk to us because we are afraid of all this. I'm trying to explain how the prophetic became available for everybody. Don't let anybody who can see your name enslave you. Do you understand? I, I want to take my time and not get ahead of myself. There's so much in me to say. So the people said, don't, we don't want to, you don't talk to us. They said to Moses, you speak with us. We will hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. Can you see the reason for the birth of a new wave of the prophetic? Those prophets that came after Moses and Abraham, they were not like the way God used Moses and Abraham. Oh, the Nathans and those people. No, 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 no. Hey, Moses, Elijah, Abraham, those people, no. You, that you are the nation's prophet. So you are going to stand before Abraham and tell Abraham that, Abraham, in the year 2021, you are going to die. Or he, will, he will look at you and laugh at you. He will even slap you. Because he knew the mind of God. He didn't need anybody to tell him. He knew the mind of God. And before prophets were released. God was guiding his people already himself. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Deuteronomy 18. I gave you that scripture, right? Deuteronomy 18. I think verse 15 down. Deuteronomy 18, 15. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst. Huh, so, so this is continuation of what happened in Exodus. When they said we don't, we can't hear your voice. You, we don't want to hear God anymore. 
it's okay, it's okay. We, we want, we want Moses, Moses. But Moses cannot live forever. So, God spoke to Moses to talk to them. And so, Moses comes to them and this is what he's telling them. He says what? The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst. He said, God is going to raise a prophet for you, like me, from your midst. Somebody say, from within. It's a whole sermon. Continue. From your brethren. Uh-huh. From him, your brethren. Uh-huh. Him you shall hear. Him you will be able to. So, you see, know that the translations of the scriptures is a whole theological thing on its own. But the word there is him you will be able to listen to. You, you will not be afraid. Because God will raise him from within the family where you are. Every family has a prophet. Every family. There is, you, you, you human beings think they are smarter than God. I'm telling you that every family, per this principle, within every family, there is at least one person that is prophetic. Within every family. Bring it down a little bit. Every family. There's somebody who can at least dream. But the thing is that you will not hear the person. There is a prophet in your home. You have chosen not to hear that prophet. You have also chosen not to hear the prophet in your church that God has given to you. And you are spiritually prostituting. You are shopping around for people who can tell you things. It is divination. It's not prophecy. It's not the mind of God. You, you mean when you have one minute with God, he will tell you, Ura, you are from I heard they translate, man. When you have one minute with God, when you have one minute with God, and God has just a minute to spend with you, at that moment, he will say, you are from Anglo. And uh, 2,700 years ago, your fathers did something and there is this curse and there is this I need to break to give you an open door. When you have a minute with God, you think this is how the narrative will be. Are you really sure it's God we are dealing with in the pulpit? Are you sure we are dealing with God or another deity? And all of us have made these mistakes. Bringing prophets to our church. No, 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 no. Some people shouldn't come. Because the, the question is, is that self-styled prophet really a prophet of God? Because if we have a moment with God, the things modern day prophets today specialize on. Do you think that will be the discourse between God and us? So when the people said that we are afraid, we are afraid, we want to talk. He said, I will raise up people from your midst and I'll put my word in their mouth so that they can tell you at the family level. Hello. Some husbands have left their wives to go and listen to prophetic word, and the word of God was in the mouth of their wives. Now, 
Because he says, I will raise up a prophet from your midst, from your brethren. Can I, can I go to the national level? This means that God will raise up a Ghanaian prophet for Ghana. There are many Ghanaians today, they sponsor prophets from other nations. And they ignore the prophets from within their midst and from their brethren. Oh. That also, also is a very sad story. Because God raises a local prophet for his own people. And I can preach on that one. Because when God sent Jonah eh, to go to Nineveh, he didn't want to go. Let me hear you now. He didn't want to go. It's in my book. I don't want to spend time to talk about it. Read the books, you see. Jonah wouldn't go. Even when God decided to have mercy on the people of Nineveh, Jonah the prophet got angry. He was very angry. When God sent him, go to Nineveh, he ran away because it was not his people. It was not his people. This same Jonah, when it concerned Israel, 2 Kings, don't worry, 2 Kings 14.25, when it was about Israel, eh, and God spoke to him and commanded him to prophesy, for Israel's deliverance and restoration, he didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. Second Kings chapter 14, verse 25. Second Kings 14, 25. Mm. He restored the territory of Israel from the entrance of Hamath to the Sea of Arabah, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel, which he had spoken through his servants Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet who was from Gath Hepha. According, God did the restoration. Uh, which he has spoken through what? His servant, Jonah. Jonah. The same person. But when Jonah chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, when God sent him to Nineveh because the wickedness arisen, he, he, he ran away. He said he won't go there. When God decided not to kill the people, the guy got upset. Ah, why are you not killing them? But when God said he should prophesy in the days of King Jeroboam, he should prophesy. He prophesied for their restoration. Even uh, Peter. God sent him to Cornelius. God had to tutor him, show him visions that don't call anybody unclean. Listen, it is in your interest that God raises a prophet from within your family. So we are back in Deuteronomy. God decided that I will raise up prophets for them. Then God says that this prophet, listen, why they feared prophets. And why you should not fear prophets today. Okay? I want to teach it. Why they feared prophets in those days. And why you should not be afraid of prophets today. 
Any saints here, any say will show a deep for Yemrimu. You understand? Because God had a word to speak to them. They, he would always tell this prophet who is now from them. So, so this congregation, he gives them a prophet. Stand up. And says that, come, this family, this is your prophet. When I want to speak to you, because you are afraid, I will go and talk to him. And then he will come and talk to you. And in Deuteronomy 18, I think I'm around verse 18 thereabout. Now, he says, when he comes to tell you my word, and you do not listen to him, go to the next verse. I will require that word from you. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words through him, now, I will require the words from you. I want you to picture it. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, hello, hello, hello. Some of you are closing your eyes. Don't see any vision now. Listen to what I'm teaching. That's why they are always getting you. When we are teaching and you are sleeping, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You will know a prophet and you will be free. So this is because they were afraid of God. Now God says I put my word in him. When he comes to say it and you don't listen, I will hold you responsible. Now all of a sudden the people, anytime this guy, so go and sit down. And then appear. So anytime, come. You are walking too fast. They were even walking like that. I will show you. The guys are always, they are always there quietly. People are playing. All of you in this congregation, stand up and stand up, all of you on the right side. And, and be very busy. You be very busy. So they are busy. Then all of a sudden, they will see that Opana is coming. He's walking like that. Then he will come. Then he will come and stand there. Then he will turn. Then he will look at them. Then he will breathe. Everybody will be quiet. Because they know that it means the man has spoken. If you say when him say Papa Nakasa, that says the Lord. Everybody, what is he coming to say? The man with tender, is he coming to kill us? What is he coming to say? All of you, go into a fast. Save your head. Sit in ashes. For I am the Lord. I am holy. If you do not listen to this word, I will hold you responsible. I will kill your children. Kill all of you. So all the people become afraid. You understand? The reason why God moved from Abraham and Moses' level and now brought other prophets. God, they were afraid. 
But now, after God raised somebody from them, because God knows human behavior. <laughs> so the next verse, God added a control measure. So that these people that he has chosen will not manipulate these people. Because, because now please go about your normal duty, be talking to each other again. Then the guy can come again. You see, some people were sleeping. I said, you are talking. See the way they are talking? <laughs> so the guy, even when they are doing things, the guy can come again. And this time, it may not even be God. But now he has seen that when they see him, they, they eat. And they are bringing him offering. Yeah, so when we say, we na, na, so when I say somebody should be bringing offering, bring bringing him offering. Na, na the cap, when, they see, when they see him, then they are, you know, bowing. Yeah, so you, you have to, you know, no, it touched my feet. Uh, so they started doing those things. You understand? You understand? So God knew the heart of men. Including the heart of the prophets he was going to choose. <laughs> so God said in the verse 19, verse 20, verse 20, that any prophet who after I have raised will come into the people and tell them a word I have not spoken. That prophet kill him. Don't be afraid of him. You see, God knows the heart of men. Because those prophets, now they were enjoying the power. So, so even when God hasn't spoken, and people are about their duty. Then they will still walk sanctimoniously and appear and say, mm. And God is like, hey, I have not done anything. What is that? So, at the inception of the new wave of prophetic ministry, God gave a control measure. And see, a so the people ask God. Oh, please say that. The people ask God. You are saying that. And when he comes and he says something that is not from you, we should kill him. How will we know that what he's saying is not from you? So and then God said this thing to them. This is how you will know. If he comes to tell you something from me, and that thing does not happen, then you should know that he spoke of his own accord. Because my words cannot fail. You remember, this order of prophets are different from the first order. Because first Samuel chapter 3, verse 19 spoke concerning the first order of prophets, the Abrahams, the Samuels, and the prophets. The Bible says that their words did not fall to the ground. 
But now God is telling us that some prophets may speak and their words will not come to pass. So that was the criteria. Even though I will add now that we know that some true men of God later on in the Old Testament spoke certain things from God that didn't happen. So that criteria at the beginning was okay. But with the evolution of time and the dynamism in the prophetic ministry, it happened in some places. Few, not a lot, very few. Very few. So, you know, some of these prophets, they just take those scriptures and use it when there are things, the things they say don't happen. But when you look at the frequency of Elisha's prophetic ministry and the things that did not happen when he prophesied, they are very, very few. It's not like every year they tell us this person will become this and it doesn't happen and they'll go back and they'll be telling you this. But, but can, I, can I show you something? Okay. He said the prophet would have spoken presumptuously. It means he spoke hastily. He spoke out of line. I didn't speak to him. Okay. Now, the question I want to ask you is that Is a presumptuous prophet a false prophet? I'm asking you. He's not a false prophet. Because it was God that chose him from the people. It's God that chose him from the people. Isn't it? And he says, when he comes, who's? Who? Who? The Lord says, and the Lord has not said, don't be afraid of him. Don't give him that reverence you give him when he comes with my original word. But the question is, is that presumptuous prophet now a false prophet? No. Are you with me? But the next question is also that. Will God continue to go to a prophet who is always presumptuous? <laughs> oh, so, 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 no, not very few. No, not many people start out as false prophets. No, if he's a false prophet to start with, then he wasn't even a prophet. I'm saying some serious things. Oh. I hope you understand. Because that guy, God is saying they should kill him. It's God Himself that chose him. And God put His spirit in him. But now God is saying that kill him. Can you imagine if God brought that law here? Should, should I mention the names of the prophets who would have killed by now? Prophet. Uh -huh. That side. That said this will happen. It didn't happen. Kill. Prophet. Uh -huh. Kill. Prophet this. Kill. Make I say kill. 
Prophet. Prophet. Bakudu at two months aside, huh? Bakudu trim can you see cost of be right up? Bakubu fat down her dummy has it down ho. Bakubu oh a henima or fat baby sa run about to the home. So that prophet that God chose from the middle midst of the people. If he tells you something that God didn't say, and then you you get up and say you are a false prophet. Now I was sorry. Tell me what his response will be. Won't he say the things some prophets are saying in Ghana now? This is very very sensitive. It was God that called him. But not only did God warn them about speaking out of order, He said that sometimes they will speak by other gods. Now, when they do that, also kill them. Why is God being harsh? Because the prophet is a very sensitive ministry. Because people consider the prophet a representative of God. And when they begin to speak, that says the Lord, people lose their teaching, everything they believe because they think this is God. So God is saying, if somebody uses that thing to lie to you, kill that person. Now, what you want, Samudi? It's when you may say, "Obi, the sign, dear, no, a dada, enipa, kumse enipa." Because somebody can say, "That says the Lord, kill your children," and in those days, they would have killed them. The sign says, "Obi, bent me a kase, eradisi kumoma na kaneno anka obi kumo." That says the Lord, leave your wife, choose another woman, and they would have done it because those times the modality uh, of spiritual, divine self-disclosure. You see the way God used to talk to them; eh, it was very personal. So when somebody comes, somebody can come and say you, you are not, you are a king. That was how they, they didn't do democratic uh, elections or campaign. They didn't do campaign. Hey, yeah. Now, even Ghana, you can't move your finger. Hey, I want to say this, or these people will say I'm being political. So, is there somebody at number five or something? Even that one we can't do. Oh my God! So, so it was a very serious thing. Do you understand? That's why God is being harsh. That's why He's being harsh. But when He speaks and it's, it's not, and you you don't know, and you say this is a, He's not a prophet; He's a false prophet. You get very angry because truly He's not a false prophet. He's not a false prophet. Most people are not false prophets. They are genuine prophets who have digressed out of the order. They are, they are genuine prophets who have stepped out of line. And because of that, I am saying, will God continue to use a presumptuous prophet? 
or a D four, and a D four or can't summer any Juma. No. So prophets who always come and speak what God has not spoken, God will not continue to go to them anymore. But, but the gift in them is without repentance. So the prophetic ability in them is still there. But now he is operating like a diviner or a, like when you go to a traditional wig doctor who wants to tell you things. That is how they are operating now. When you are you understand? You understand up to this point? Clap your hands for Jesus. Give me one song and then I'll close. I want you to understand it. That's why I am breaking it for little break and the break time is this is just two minutes break you can stand up you can stretch yourself drink some water you have okay Stretch the bit, you can stand. Stretch yourself a bit. Please stand to your feet. There's water for everybody. Drink some water. We have 10 minutes to close. Come on. Amen. 
have your hands for Jesus. Be seated. Just have a couple of minutes and we'll be done. Are you blessed? Do you understand it? Is the is the bricks helping you? Because it would have been a long one. But I've been able to do it well. So it's just I've not seen Abi laughing a lot. <laughs> so uh, the prophet God calls from the people to put his words in his mouth to speak. That prophet, when he steps out of line, he's he's not a false prophet. Okay? Uh, He's a genuine prophet. That's why many prophets, after they say things that God did not say, and some of them are doing that because of popularity and all those things now. And when they do that, and next week I'll show you, but they are prophets, the Bible says in Jeremiah, uh, you prophets who when you have money for your belly, you prophesy good. When there is no money, you prophesy evil. Uh, all those things are there. So we have genuine prophets who digress. Okay? But then I said, God will God continue to use a prophet who keeps being presumptuous? Will God keep a presumptuous prophet in his cabinet? No. So most of them now, God doesn't have any dealing with them. He doesn't. So when you go into their services, oh, Flo, when you go into their services, you realize there is no presence of God. The thing is raw. Ah, Papa is coming. The prophet is coming. Then follow me. Be bodyguard. People follow me. The prophet is coming. Say you want to stand here, then you want to stand here. Nah, he's talking, that's how uh, you get up. So sorry. God is showing me your bank account number. bank account number It's UBA bank. Because I see a red thing, red and white, and I see you. So it's UBA bank. Is it UBA? Yes. Yes. You are not a good actor. Is it yes? Is it UBA? Yes. And I'm seeing some numbers. See me who? Zero two two four five six seven eight one one two three, and the branch is airport. Is that correct? Account number. Oh, wonderful! Wow! Then they'll say what? Airport. Then they'll say what? We O D. We O D. It's a prophet. Ah, brother, fair colored. Yes, you stand up. I'm seeing M on your forehead. M. That's your name. Start with M. Wait, wait, wait. If I be an oracle, if I be an oracle, if I be an oracle, you have to give them the mic to say those things. Because they, they, do, they normally do that. If I be an oracle, shall come, shall come. If I prophesy, prophesy, go deep, prophesy, I see M, A, K, A, major one. Is it E or F? I'm seeing. Now the Holy Ghost uses glasses, so the Holy Ghost has a, has a corrective defect, a defective lens. So is it, is it E or F? I'm seeing. I'm seeing something like E. No, it's F. Is your name something like Macafi or Macafi? Macafi. Oh, clap your hands for Jesus! Clap your hands for Jesus! And the people are clapping. Uh, ah, I've seen that 
please stand up. You are going to get a new job. Mm. Eh? And your salary will be 4,780 Ghana cities. Jesus. Bring it to me, the first salary. Jesus. Yeah. Yes, you, stand up. <laughs> Today, this morning, in your house, I see that you are in a room. The carpet is blue. And the, the sofa, there is one chair here, then one chair here. You sat down and you picked some shoe. This is not what you wanted to wear. I saw you pick some socks. Am I lying? Am I lying? Uh-huh. Look, um, even I saw that you took green t-shirt and you wanted to wear, then you put it down. Look, the Holy Spirit is taking me to your room. I'm in the church here, but he's taking me into your room. And, and my spirit is in the room. You live around Pabina area here. Is it true? Is it true? How did I know? How did I know? Hey, how did I know? Wow. The nation's prophet. Wow. Yes. One. Bom Rani, Yes. Yes. Major one. Major one. Yes. Yes. And the bodyguard is here. Yes. Yes. My eyes are open. I am sitting on the spiritual chair. And I've entered into the realm of the spirit. The angel with me, he has taken me right now. Ah. Ah, please stand up. Ah. An angel just appeared. And the angel took me straight to the airport. So we are in the airport. And we are boarded the plane. I look at the plane. We are in the plane now. And the angel needs to sit in the plane with me. The angel came from heaven. We need to be in the plane. We are in the plane. And I see Delta. And the plane is leaving. We are leaving. We are flying out. And I see that the angel has taken me and we have reached New York. And that angel has handed me over to another angel in New York. Deep, deep. Oh. And this angel in New York is leading me to another place. Hey, Lady, up. I can see. Ah, are shut you connected up, to up. this man? Are you connected? Because, because all of a sudden, when you got up, I saw the angel smile at me and said, my son, there is a connection. Then I saw the angel in New York. Well, say, Jesus. Take well, me well, straight to well, Ohio. Hey, hey. Ohio, hey. Ohio, you have Jam your family. Oh, what are you? What are you waiting for? Clap your hands for Jesus. Jam your your family is in Ohio. Ah, but as I'm seeing, I see that light move from your head here, and I hit this woman, Madam Sana. Is there any connection in Ohio? Jam you look at that. How did I know that? How did I know that? Clap your hands for Jesus. so the church today 
has interpreted this thing I just did as an affirmation from God and his presence. When in actual sense, it is not. So God left his throne. And when he came to visit us, he only told us where people's family are and where their wives and husbands That's all he did. And after this happens, and able to do that, the rest, they don't sanctification and the work of ministry which can be done by anybody under the ninefold. Nah. So after he's able to mention your name, mention your address, then he says, Eradi Bishrao, God is going to lift you up. <laughs> oh God. May God have mercy on the church today. Psalm 32 verse 9, Isaiah 48 verse 17. God doesn't need a prophet to lead you. God doesn't need a prophet to guide you. Psalm 32 verse 9. Psalm 32 verse 9. Oh, verse 8. Show me 8. Psalm 32 verse 8. I will instruct you yeah. and teach you in the way you should go. Mm-hmm. I will guide you with my eyes. God! Will guide, before the advent of prophets, God guided his people. God led them. And he will lead you. I say he will lead you. Isaiah 48 verse 17. I'm close enough. Isaiah 48 verse 17. Uh-huh. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, mm-hmm. the Holy One of Israel. Mm-hmm. I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, mm-hmm. who leads you by the way you should he said, go. I will teach you to profit. And I will lead you by the way you should go. You don't need a prophet to know the way to go. You don't need a prophet to teach you to profit. Scripture says in Isaiah 30 verse 21 that thou shalt hear a voice behind your ear saying, this is the way, walk on it. Our eyes should be open now. Most of the countries and the economies which have not relied on prophets are doing better than nations in which they are trying to use the prophetic. So is it really the voice of God they are using? Because if it was the voice of God, there will be evidence that this is from God. So, God was now being tired of these prophets. And when they were going around, Israel, when they were going around, they started looking at other nations. Eh? And they were picking bad practices. 
So prophecy was already there before Israel had prophecy. It was called the ancient Near East. Eh? These Babylonians, these Amorites, those people, they had people who were spiritual people. Who did, so that says the Lord. It, it didn't start from Israel. That says the Lord is a tradition they picked from those nations. And they were prophesied in the name of their gods. So Israel learned that. Just like they learned that these people had kings. So now they were corrupting the thing. Okay? So look at Ezekiel 13. And I want to close on that. And then we can continue next week. Ezekiel 13 from verse 1. We are doing the whole chapter. I'm just talking. Just follow me. And um, we're going to use it. Ezekiel chapter 13. We'll do 1 to 16. That's the first group. And then 17 to 20 something. That's the next group. Okay? But the, one of the things that they learned from this uh, uh, old, this ancient Near East people was that when people went to see those diviners, okay, those prophets, they took money. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 29. They took money, okay? They took money to, to, uh, to those places. So remember that. Deuteronomy, okay, yeah. Remember that. Can you read that quickly so that I can close? Deuteronomy 12, 29. Mm -hmm. When the Lord your God cuts from before you the nations which go to dispossess, mm -hmm. and you displace them and dwell in their land. Mm -hmm. Take heed. Mm -hmm. Take heed to yourself, to yourself mm -hmm. that you are not ensnared to, to follow them. Uh -huh. That they are destroyed from before you. Uh -huh. And that you do not inquire after their gods. Okay? He says you shouldn't what? You shouldn't go and inquire after their gods. Okay? See, how did they do this and do this and do this? Because I hate that. Okay? And look at Le Leviticus 19.31. We are closing now. Leviticus 19.31. Leviticus 19.31. Mm -hmm. Give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them. To be defiled by them. So these things defile us. That's why God was very wild. He says, "If God, don't go and follow these people you see. So they started seeing these people and they started getting corrupted. Okay? So what happened is that now the prophet God chose. Now he was not alone. In the midst of the people, another person also rose and said he could also prophesy. Okay? So we didn't just have this one now. We have others that we're getting at. Ezekiel 13, and then I'll close from there. Ezekiel 13. It talks about two groups of people. One, they are genuine prophets who have become foolish prophets. Say foolish prophet. Say foolish prophet. Oh, say it. Nobody will come and catch you here. Say foolish prophet. Okay, and the second group of people, they are not prophets. They are magicians. Who, they saw that the people love prophecy. So they use prophecy to kill them. And this one, I want you to listen. Because it's the same thing happening in Ghana and Africa now. Somebody can give you a prophecy that you die. It's not God didn't say that. He is hunting for your soul. He wants to kill you. Okay? Let me tell you a vision. Hmm. I wish I could mention the name. One day I was praying. God opened my eyes. There's a church. Hmm? It's around Kaswa area. That's all I can say. It's around Kaswa area. Very big church. The guy just appeared out of nowhere. Let's go. Big church. I sorry can see a appeared out of nowhere. He moved from somewhere where our church used to be, that area, 
and then he moved his church to Kaswa. It's on some road. Yes. When I saw the vision, they project spiritual. They come and stand on top of the, the, the building has some terrace, has some porch upstairs. So, I feel like describing the complexion of the man, bruh. <laughs> so he stands there. Then when cars are passing across, he looks at the people in the car. And if there's no covering on you, he projects a spirit from his building into people passing by. The people who don't have covering immediately turn and look at him. The moment they look at him, they cannot take their eyes off that church anymore. Then, in the vision, I saw that two of his pastors will go and pick that person from the street. They then they take the person to a certain market down there, and there's an area there at night where God showed me where they kill those people as sacrifice for their church. I saw it with my eyes. They are about hundred times the people here. Because they have substituted the aura, the ambience of the Holy Ghost for They have substituted it. They kill people. He kills people. And the, I know there are even Jesus generation members. I've seen that man's calendar in your room before. Now, Ezekiel 13, verse 1 to 16. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel. Did he say false prophet? He said prophesy against who? The prophets. That is why they are fighting on radio that they are not false. And truly, they are not false. But they have left their first love, and God is not keeping them in His cabinet. And he says what? Tell and, them what? And say to those who prophesy out of their own hand, hear the word of the Lord. That says the Lord God, woe to the foolish prophets. Woe to what? The foolish prophets. Foolish prophets. Listen, I was telling you the corruption of the prophetic ministry. When they saw those things, I digress to tell you this story. So, normally, when what they saw from those nations was, you go to a diviner, you go and you take money. That's why, that's why when Saul was going to Samuel, he was saying, hey, we don't have any money. That's why uh, Naaman, when he was coming to Elisha, he took a lot of this. It was what they saw from the other nations. It was commercializing the, 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 the gift. 
ne wo sua wo amaya hodo ho se wo kwa ebusa wo di bibi be kwanti na fe adifo yi wo de nyame aduma no aye that is in first samuel chapter 9 first samuel chapter 9 okay so that is what happened in those days first samuel chapter 9 uh, from verse 7 going that's what happened in those days so but the true prophets of god now the the ancient people these diviners because they are gods they idols they needed money to keep the the thing running okay but jehovah he said that the cattle or the thousand hills are mine says the lord he said the bulls are mine says the lord he said if i were hungry i will not tell you do you understand so no true prophet of god takes money to service the altar of god no true prophet of god commercializes the gift of the prophetic no He's taking the money for who? To give to who? I even heard some somebody was telling me that somebody got a breakthrough and a big job, and then that breakthrough after about a month, the thing uh, spoiled. They sacked the person. Then they went to talk to the prophet. Then the prophet says because he didn't service the altar, he didn't bring the money to the altar. Now, I don't like three. Samuel didn't take the money Saul brought. Elisha didn't take the money Naaman brought. Elisha Now tell me. I had over True prophets of God don't commercialize the gift. No credit for Bienuha. Formerly in Israel, when somebody went to inquire, they said they had to take a divinest fee. Now, can you know ever Israel? So be called Ebusa. What did Sikabi? Now, Ezekiel 13 speaks about foolish prophets. These were genuine prophets. Why did they God call them foolish? He says, who follow their own spirit? Ezekiel 13, 3. Who, 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 so they are foolish because, uh-huh. Who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. He says they haven't seen anything, but they are prophesying, so they are foolish. Say foolish. Say foolish. Say, I will not follow. Lift up your right hand. Say, I will not follow a foolish prophet. How do you know that he hasn't seen anything? Now, who said, who said, before you own who seen all You trust him because he mentioned your name. What did he do? Yes, I said, we'll go with him. So they prophesy from their own spirit. Now, one, 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 and I walk us out. They haven't seen anything. Who seen? Look at verse five. They do not create avenues for intercession for the people. Verse 5 says, You have not gone up into the gap to build the wall for the house of Israel to stand. So prophets stand in the gap. They don't take people's money every time. Then, then look at verse 10. They were seducers. They seduce people. Verse 10, it says what? Because indeed... Because they have seduced my people, saying, peace, when there is no peace. So that those prophets, and I'm closing now, 
those prophets, they, when they see you, they say, oh, it is well. You are doing this. This is going to happen. They just say good when there is no peace. Be careful. Be say, careful. Somebody shouldn't prophesy you out of the will of God. Say, look at the next group, and that's the one I want to close with. They were women from verse 17. They were not prophets, but they saw that the people love prophecy. Read. Likewise, son of man. man. Set your face against Set your face against the people, the women. Who prophesy out of their own They also love to prophesy. Prophesy against them. Uh Uh-huh. And say. Say to them. That says the Lord God. Woe to the women who sew magic charms on their sleeves. Magic charm. Uh-huh. And make bills for the heads of the people. And they they uh-huh. of every height to hunt souls. And they, they are doing that so that they will do what? They will hunt souls. Will you hey, hunt? Yeah? I'll stop here. Underneath their prophecy, they have magic charm. And they have head charm. And they are doing that through the prophecy to hunt souls. To, to, uh, they are looking for people to kill. And God says, woe to them. And I also set my face on the country and I say, woe to those who use charms and use the prophetic to hunt the souls of God's people. They are spiritual hunters. Verse 18 and 20. They hunt souls like birds. Somebody wants to kill you and he's using the prophetic. Somebody wants to kill you and he's using the prophetic. Verse 19 says, and they don't care to profane against the name of God because of money. They don't care because of money. They will pollute the name of God and they will kill people. This is in the Bible. There are people like that. And don't go and submit to them. Please rise to your feet. Oh, clap for Jesus. Stretch, 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 stretch. Wow. We've been able to do that. Clap for Jesus. Next week, Sunday, we will continue this so that we'll try and end it before Jubilee. There are people who have realized that Africans love prophecy. And those people. And it was the same in Israel. The Bible did it. The foolish prophets were genuine prophets who had gone out of the way of God. But there was another group. And they were also prophets. Verse 17. They yeah. prophesied. But the Bible says they used charm and magic. And through that, they hunt for souls. And they kill souls who should not die. Just I must say, a day for Kobe, a wahwa, what did a draw and a sound come? Now one comes, Semuno was a senipa, a kumwam, a nipanka, any so. There was some church around closer to the area where we were. They, they were doing church service. A young boy, nine year old, got missing. To date, they never found the boy. Now I'm sorry, be our baby, I can any one know. Well, yeah, sorry, sir, but fra nine years, a year. The mother brought the boy to church. The boy got missing in church. 
and you are still in the church. Somebody is using charm and using it to prophesy because they see that you love prophecy. And they are hunting for your soul. So sometimes they can just come and say, you will die, this person will die. This person. It's not that God has designed for the person to die. They are hunting for souls. But under this new testament by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that ends all rituals all direction all accountability you are a prophetic child because what things know what the things of God says the spirit of God he said likewise we also have the spirit of Christ in us so that we will know things that are freely given to us by God we are going to pray we are going to pray that first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 that spirit of God that shows things that teaches this. I hear a song in my spirit. You have the spirit of God in you to know the mind of Christ, to know the counsel of God, to be able to also direct things in your life. He says you shall decree things and it shall happen. He said the spirit of truth shall teach you. You don't need that any man. Are you hearing me? And we are singing that song. If you are truly, truly a child of God, you are singing that song. Are you with me? Hear it, boy. Hear it. Oh, yeah. Yes, 